The views, information, or opinions expressed on the Scullygan podcast are solely those of our hosts and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors or their employees. This podcast is general in nature and for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional mental health or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your doctor or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, procedure, or treatment. This episode of Scullygan is sponsored by WorkPlus Brain, a research, analytics, and consulting firm established to share analysis, intelligence, and expert points of view on the future of work. The future of work is cerebral. Increase revenue, work less, or get you or your organization in the right frame of mind. Whatever your ambition, our evidence-based coaching and solutions will help you achieve those results or realize your biggest, boldest goals. For more information, please visit their website at work. Plusbrain.com. Welcome to the Scullygan Podcast. I'm Mike Frazier and I'm joined by my co-host and great friend Russell Sable. This is our first podcast to be followed by many more and by some great guests who will help us explore what has been described as the silent crisis, men's mental health. So maybe all of us together can make a positive difference against what we believe is becoming an epidemic unto itself. You okay, bro? Always, you okay, bro? I'm I'm great, brother. Hell okay. yeah! Especially especially since you got here and brought some gifts, so I do appreciate it, my friend. Damn right. Let's get this shit show on. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's roll, baby. <laughs> All right. So you've been doing a tremendous amount of uh, research. Both of us actually have, and this is something very close to our heart. But I'm gonna let you open this thing up. Yeah, it's uh, quite crazy to me how mental health has taken a turn for the worse, especially in men. I think it's something that really needs to be discussed and. It's. I think the worst it's going to get. I would almost consider it as a pandemic. Yeah, to it's, be honest, it's it's been bad. And uh, unfortunately, eighty percent of males make up the suicide rate. That's nuts. Which is not good at all. No, it's not. And you know, and you and I were talking about this just the other day. And I said that over the last three years, I know, and especially over the last two. I have never heard of more cases of men committing suicide. Mm. I mean, you know, you would hear about it every now and again before, but I believe the pandemic just it just shot it full. It just it just shot it through the roof. It uh, I believe it was like steroids to mental health issues because I've known a lot of people who you know you know you and I've talked about this quite a bit that we felt were pretty solid fellows. And they're falling apart at the seams. There's a lot of stress associated with all of this, and most of it men don't want to talk about. Mm. 100% agree. And we've all, between you and I, when we started doing this, we we really discussed each other's past and the things that we've been going through. And now that we've started this program and this podcast, kind of really hitting it off, I've came across a whole lot more men and even friends that are going through these problems. And it's quite interesting to me how they're starting to really kind of come out and talk about it more and it's actually amazing and yeah. i hope this continues it is amazing and that's the best the word i was going to use it like i told you once i uh gave a friend of mine a hat 
one of the Scullygan hats, uh, and he just opened up to me about all of the uh, mental health issues he's been having over the past year, year and a half. He's in a, in a leadership position, and he feels like a lot of leaders feel, and I feel I feel the same way as well sometimes, to where you're supposed to be in a constant state of readiness to help another person up or to pull them up by the bootstraps and to help them you know, get out of whatever malaise they may be in mentally. Mm. But you're really not allowed to, and you know, who's coming along uh, checking on you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's the case for a lot of men. And then, of course, there's also the stigma behind it as well that men don't really like to talk about their mental health issues. So I think you and I talking about this and doing what we're doing, you've noticed it. More people are opening up to us. Mm-hmm. You texted me last night some information. It was absolutely flabbergasting me. You sent me a couple of texts last night, stuff you'd heard even after you got home, mm-hmm. you know, after we had we'd had an initial run through on this thing. Mm-hmm. And you were sending me that stuff in, uh, about a local politician who, 20 years old, committed suicide. Mm. That's and was com- and was considered like an up and comer, right. really positive, outgoing individual. There's a lot of stuff going on right now, and it, it, it's it's frightening. Very much so. Yeah, I sent that stuff to you last night, and after I got home, and my parents were like, "Did you hear about this?" We understand you, you know, we just recorded, and now we're recutting again. Yeah, and. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And going further, in, you know, into his research, I'm trying to figure out what happened to him. It was absolutely amazing to see that he was just elected. Mm. I'm not sure what for, but it was some something for Richmond County. And yesterday, he just committed suicide, and it was it's like a shame. It's an absolute shame. You don't know what that man was going through, right? And it's amazing how men don't show it so much. You know, some of the stuff that I went through, I didn't really show it. It's quite amazing how men kind of are actors in such a way mm-hmm. where they don't really show it until all of a sudden you hear that they committed suicide or until, like me, where they finally break bring it out. Yeah. And it's amazing. Once people start bringing it out like me, you're like, mm, man, he's been through a lot of shit. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, I, I you and I talked a bit, and when you finally did come out and started talking more, which I've told you and I've told many people that, you know, you're probably one of the most courageous, brave individuals I've known in a long time. You came out, you were out, baby. You said, listen, this is what I've been going through. And and you were extremely detailed. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that a lot of people aren't used to, well, I know for a fact that a lot of people are not used to seeing that coming from a man. We don't want to open up about it for whatever reasons. You know, I've, I've read a lot of reasons on this, uh, potential reasons. Uh, they be- we believe, pardon me, or men believe that we can handle our problems on our own. We don't want to be seen as being weak or out of control. Mm. We worry that it'll make us seem less manly if we talk about our problems. And there's also a stigma uh, associated with uh, mental illness. And, you know, I think especially now, uh, some of that stigma starting is going to have to be chipped away from this so that we are we're going to have to make a difference to help men and you know we even talked about young men and children even now you made a mention to me about someone's eight-year-old making very comments of despair it was i don't know if i could find a better word for it actually it was Mm -hmm. sad to hear that what in the heck is going on man i don't know i i don't either it's um you know, going back to when I brought stuff out, uh, I was going through deep state of mind depression and uh, almost eating disorders, kind of in a sense of way. And my alcohol got to a absolute max. I was to the point where I was drinking for a buzz every day, getting drunk every weekend, and hanging out with guys. And 
unfortunately it, it led to some other things and, and now I'm at the point where uh, you know now we're we're feeling good we're feeling better yeah not drinking as much doing a whole lot more praying to God a whole lot more these days and getting back to my faith getting back to my roots and where I was years ago and it's unfortunate where I was at beforehand and you also go back to physical fitness I noticed correct yeah yeah, yeah that's I think that makes a big deal man I tell you sedentary the sedentary lifestyle with all the stressors associated with life mm. business and everything else you just cannot sit around now and be uh, lethargic mm. or be a you know couch potato for a better uh, for a lack of words if you wanted to put it that way it, it, your mental health won't won't be around very long Correct. You know your mental, your psychological side. The men, your mental strength is going to deteriorate. Mm. I was, uh, you know, forty percent. Forty percent of men won't talk about their mental health, as you said. Uh, well, males make up forty-nine percent of the population, but nearly eighty percent of the suicides. Mm. Uh, this is the Y chromosome is not immune to stress, even though we try to tend to shake it off. You know, I spoke about this the other day. You know, we want to go home, show a strong front, you know, especially if we have a loved one that is struggling. Uh, mm. My wife is experiencing some health issues right now, so I don't want to carry along a, a home a lot of stress to her. <laughs> I want to be strong for her. And then I have a business I run. I have a lot of other things I do. A lot of irons in the fire. Mm. And I've always felt that, well, I need to see, seem as strong and be as strong as possible so the people around me see that strength. Mm. And there's there becomes cracks in the in the facade at some point, man. You you know you can't hold that up forever. And I think that having you know friends like you and having other people we can talk to about it. And even men, even you and I discussing it today. Maybe someone out there is going to hear this and maybe even want to comment on the website or or talk to a friend of theirs or open up. And but you're going to have to talk to someone. And uh, you can't bottle it all up because when you do, it's when things go south. Right. Correct. Yeah. Going back to you and your wife, it's definitely hard trying to bring out some of those things. Yeah, it's in my mind, men are valued in a different way than women are, for sure, to where we have to be strong. We have to have our pride and prejudice, and we shouldn't show signs of weakness. and. Trying to bring that out to anybody, it's going to make us feel like we are weak, like we have no value. So trying to bring it out to anybody is, is really hard. And yeah, it's tough to talk about. I mean, and we, we don't want to seem weak. And then also sometimes, I hate to put it this way, but it's hard to find people, I believe, that you can trust to talk about it with. Right. I mean, trust, trust to me is one of the most important. Trust is even more. Trust trumps love. Mm. Trust is an important factor in life and love and business and everything else. But whenever you start, <laughs> what I say, like when you're uh, when you're bearing it all, when you're bearing your soul, which a lot of this requires, when you're being honest with another human being, you have to trust that they have your best interests at heart. And, you know, I think that that's one of the biggest things that you need to find is someone you can trust, someone you can talk to. I mean, I have... I have people I know that, you know, even I would call friends, but I'm sure as hell not going to talk to them about my mental health. Right. I'll talk to you because we've experienced a lot of the same things, Correct. even though we're two sort of, we're two different age groups, but we've experienced a lot and we talk about it and we can be honest. And I think that that's a, that's a boon for our friendship, but not a lot of people have that in their lives. Yeah, correct. Yeah. For me, it's, this year has been like crazy, uh, going through depression, going through, uh, a recent breakup, 
uh, relationship that was almost seven years was that hit pretty hard and going back to, to having somebody that you could talk to having friends in rough times and I've got best friends from work I've got best friends from college one lives in Canada the other one lives in Statesboro and it's hard to kind of reach out to them at times but they know that you know I can call them at any point in time and talk to them about anything and having the guys back at work they're they noticed there were times when I was down and they're like hey man you know what's going on let's let's talk and you know we would talk a little bit and then at the end of the day they'd be like oh let's go out for a beer let's go have a drink let's just kind of relax for a little bit and so we would go out we'd watch some sports whether it's football golf whatever the fuck was on TV kind of enjoy the time have some beers we'd shoot the shit have some fun right and you know eventually it would lead to where we would go out and go play some golf kind of just Take our minds off. Blow steam off, yeah. man. Get the hell away That's from right. it for a while. You know, it's funny. It's it, But, you know, one of the things I've noticed is that younger people especially um, won't tend to be a little bit more, and, and men are this way, they, they tend to be a little bit more um, introverted at times yeah. and are not so prone to speak up, don't want to feel embarrassed, don't want to be uh, seen as, uh, you know, you know, uh, pardon my French, but when I was coming up, you know, you were known as a candy ass if you, you know, if you were doing this kind of stuff. I'd have shit together. Yeah, and you know, I come from the generation of rub a little dirt on it, walk it off, boy, and men don't cry. But uh, you know, and still to a degree, I believe that there has to be a level of masculinity that you must carry through life. But you can't maintain that under false pretenses. You've got to clear your mind. You've got you've got to, your mind is your is the one thing. Uh, you know, you can't be physically fit or, or have a great life or have a great career or anything else without a strong mind, without a fit mind. And mental fitness is more important than any other type of fitness. And, and evidently, we've got a failure going on there because I was reading just the other day, the suicide rate among males in 2020 was four times higher than the rate among females. Mm. That's insane. Now, we're going to use a lot of words like insane and crazy and all, but uh, <laughs> we're talking about the, uh, the damn stories, the news, the, the, the facts that we're looking at, it, they are insane. They're crazy. They need to, it, this needs to stop. We need to control it. This whole dynamic is uh, is doom and gloom, and it has to go to boom is the way I look at it. You've got to come out of this. You know, we talked, we came up with this, you know, with think, you okay, bro? You know, just, you okay, bro? Just checking in on someone, asking if they're okay. I've got a few friends that live once in a while just out of the blue, just send me a text message, hey, man, just you doing all right? Mm-hmm. How you doing? That's rare, I, and I, I tend to those friends are those friends are very special to me actually because no one else is doing that. You know, some people you only hear from whenever they need something or want something. Then you have those friends that truly care that you're you're doing all right. Those are the people I believe that you ought to uh, that you ought to gravitate to more during periods that you may have anxiety, depression, or any of these feelings, uh, because if not, you're going to be left feeling too alone. Too, 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 you know, isolated out there. Mm. Yeah, 100% agree. You have to have that major, big time support group. And going back to <coughs> having friends at work and all my other best friends, you know, I 100% agree with you. You know, when you send a text to somebody or they would send a text to you asking him, you okay, bro? Yeah. The same thing goes along with, with me. Yeah, they live in, one lives in Canada, the other one lives in uh, Statesboro, but they would constantly reach out to me. You okay, bro? Yeah. Not saying, you okay, bro? Yeah. But they would ask, yeah. are you okay? You're doing all right. Yeah, you know, how are you doing? And we would, you know, talk back and forth. And even the guys at work, they would constantly sit there and go, hey, man, you, 
are you okay today? You know, make sure you're you're doing all right today. And even today, like I, there was a guy who was being slow. He looked like he was struggling today. And I turned around and said, Hey, man, what's? I see you're struggling today. What's going on? And I mean, he came out right at the blues. Like, man, I'm just tired. I don't ever get the rest. <laughs> I was like, Well, how about this? When you get off work today, say go home, relax, take take the rest of the day off. You know, prop your feet up, have a nice beer or something, and enjoy yourself. This is yeah. Don't beat yourself up all the damn time because of work and depression or whatever else you got going on. It's sometimes you need to take time for yourself and just relax. It's tough. It's tough for a lot of people. It's tough for high achievers. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'm I suffer from it. I sit down for more than a couple of minutes. My wife will say, "You can't sit down for five minutes, can you? You got to be up doing something, finding something to get into." Mm-hmm. It's been hard for me, but as I've gotten older. I've found that I have to have moments. I've got to rest, man. You've got to get rest in. So high achievers struggle with that a lot of trying to shut it off. You know, that constant state of having to make something happen. Or I don't know if maybe if some of that is is left over from childhood or they need to prove someone wrong or they need to prove someone right or they need to just feel like that they're worthy. But uh, if you don't stop and process and get a little mindfulness going every once in a while, maybe however you want to find that, whether it be spiritual, religious, or just from mindful meditation, you definitely need to stop and do it, brother, because if not, it all backs up. Backs up like a bad septic tank, brother. <laughs> and it'll come up it'll come and it bubbles up and when it bubbles up it's just as nasty. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. We all men they need to take time to themselves, take time to relax. That's what even uh, former Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Terry Bradshaw, he suffered frequent panic attacks after games. He was diagnosed with clinical depression in the late 1990s. Wow. So you, you've got to have that time where you can relax after working so hard. Men are known to work hard and never stop working. Yeah. I mean, I mean me, I. I work, go to work every single day. I go home. I'm still working. Yeah, you're a workhorse. <laughs> yeah, you're, yours is physical, mine is mental. Right. If I'm not doing things like this, I'm writing or I'm, I'm in here. We're in a constant state of development. Uh, Grace can attest to that. She's in the room with us today. We're in a constant state of development. We're never stopping because uh, my job doesn't allow it sometimes because all the initiatives, the new initiatives, the, the, the strategy of the organization rests upon my shoulders most of the time. I take that very seriously, but without rest, without taking time to you know do, dig a little deeper into myself and, 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 and build in some uh, gappage in there, as I call it, just stop, man. Mm-hmm. And then like you and I going out and grabbing a beer or, or you know sometimes after work I'll say, hey, you available, we'll go sit and you and I'll talk and just vent. Mm. I think you have to have that. I think it's one of the most wonderful things in the world. And I have a very supportive spouse who says, hey, if you need to go do that, go do it. Mm. Uh, you know, and a lot, well, maybe a lot of people aren't as lucky as I am, but she says, hey, go go get it. Go, you know, blow off some steam. Go walk around Lowe's. Go drink a few beers somewhere. Yeah, you're a lucky man. Yes, I am. You need a wife like that. I do. All men need a wife like yeah, that. Yeah, I love or it. I girl. do. I got one. <laughs> and But every man, I do's got it, and I love it. And I'll tell you, every, every guy needs someone who's supportive of them. But even beyond that, through the circle and everything else, you know, you and I have talked about it, this purpose that you and I have put together with this, uh, I believe that men, uh, all humans, need a purpose. If you, you know, so many people suffer from depression, anxiety, low self-esteem. You know, I can tell you right now that most of the time it's they're aimless. They don't. They don't have a purpose, a real purpose. This is just one of the many purposes I have, but this is one of the top purposes, if not the top purpose I have, because I've seen so many people that I love affected by it. 
and so have you. And so I believe that I have any purpose. And then I start. I went back and I found you know I found some old books and. You know, I'm going to quote someone here, the great Viktor Frankl, who was the uh, Austrian neurologist and psychologist. He was also the author of Man's Search for Meaning. He wrote, those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. Equally, the absence of why can make unbearable almost any how. And he wrote that back in 1946, but it was based on his experiences as a prisoner of Auschwitz during World War II. Man, this was his mindset. He was keeping his shit together during the, one of the most, good Lord, one of the most traumatic periods of history. And he was in it. He wasn't on the outside looking in or reading about it online or reading it on a newspaper back then, or reading in a newspaper back then, pardon me. He was in it. So a man, I believe, must have purpose. A team, an organization, even our relationships flourish with shared purpose. And today, and you and I began a pursuit. We have that purpose. Mm. So, you know, there's so much science that backs that side of it. But just the bare facts that you and I are looking at and reading and what we're hearing, and like when you get home and you're reading the Internet news and your or your friends or your families are telling you about people. And just the other day I told you I ran into a buddy of mine who told me a friend of his had just committed suicide. A, a man, of course, had just committed suicide. Yeah, this has gotten out of hand, and someone needs to be talking about it, and why not us? I agree 100%. Uh, going back to having a purpose, in January I had suicidal thoughts. I, mean, I was going through some relationship issues. I was drinking alcohol. I mean, there, I mean, it, my alcohol was to the max. My anger, anger management was to the max. I mean, that's the biggest thing, too, is men will go through these problems, and their anger will just outlast. Rage. Just outlash. Rage, yeah. man, yeah. And... Uh, I was just at that point, and I mean, hell, there's even a point in time where I fell through the floor and I went and punched the hole in the wall. Hmm. Just through the whole damn thing. <laughs> Wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, at that point, I was struggling with a purpose for sure. And, you know, a little further down the road, after unfortunately ending a relationship, um, you know, at, right then and there, I was clueless. I, I didn't know what my purpose was. And... So I, I looked deeper. I took time to calm down. I took time off of the alcohol. I, I was like, all right, we, it's time to get it together. Yeah. Let's find a purpose. And I have a wonderful German Shepherd. She is my purpose to kind of keep going. And then you came along with this, and you're like, hey, let's do a podcast. Let's do all this stuff with Skull again. Yo, okay, bro. And I was like, this is even more of a purpose for me to keep going. So 100%, all men need to have that purpose. They need to find a purpose to keep going no matter what the hell it is. That's right. There's always going to be a purpose. So that's the big thing to me is, unfortunately, it hurts to see that men die by suicide three to four times more often than females. It's just, uh, the numbers, when we're reading these numbers and we're looking at them, you and I have shared so much. (laughs) And we're reading them and sometimes I believe we have to stop and just look at each other and say, is this a typo? Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, I hate to say it, but even the suicide rate has increased since 2020 from 3% uh, in ages 18 to 46. And now it's 8%. Gosh. It's insane. And then even this morning here, in, or not this morning, but during lunch, just to hear that after we're talking about this a little more often, People are starting to come out. One of my buddies brought up, you know, like earlier we were talking about his kid was bringing out about all these things. Right. He was just doing homework, and he was like, Dad, I, I just, I don't know why I'm here on this earth. I feel like I don't have a purpose here. 
And I was like, that is an eight-year-old who's saying something like that to his dad. I, I can't like, even, I can't, I, I don't, I think when I was eight, I was still eating the lead paint off of windowsills. Right, I don't yeah. think I fashioned a thought like yeah, that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eating dirt, if I were lucky. They, they, the, my parents had me strip the house of lead, though, first. So, yeah, so. Uh, it was, it was, it actually was heartbreaking to hear it, because it was like, at that age, you don't, have that but considering the here like he I, I respect for the kid because he's got high standards yeah but it's like to man, be that honest yeah at eight years old like you should just be out having fun doing some stuff really go but find he, some monkey bars dude yeah, yeah 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 but he said you know after he says stuff like that, there's times where it just it drains him out he doesn't that's deep want to do homework that's deep for an eight-year-old isn't that amazing though that's yeah, deep good lord it is unreal well, that's, you know, I, I hear these stories. You and I talk about them. And the more we talk about this, the more people tell us stories, which I believe is a great thing. You know, I believe the more now you and I speak of this and talk about this and make this known of what our passion and our purpose is, is that more people will talk about us. And we encourage you to go to the website as well at uh, Sculligan.com and, you know, go on there and, and see what we're talking about. And, and there's also a contact us area. You know, you can send us suggestions. You can, hell, you can just, you know, tell us what your problem is or if there's a subject you want us to speak about here. But I believe that it all begins with discussion. Mm. It all begins with, with bringing the problem to light, and this is a problem, and it needs to come to light. Correct. I, that's what it did. The coolest thing about it right now is I'm starting to see a little more, a whole lot more people come out about it. I mean, even some famous people, some pro athletes, and uh, another one who's starting to get more famous, uh, Patty Pimkits. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Uh, he it's easy for you to say. <laughs> he recently came out right after a fight. He was, and it was unfortunate he had to bring it out, but it was just sometime earlier before the fight. He was just talking to his friend. And then right before the fight, his friend committed suicide. And he said it sounded like his friend was doing okay. And right before the fight, his friend committed suicide. So right after he ended up winning the fight, he brought it out. He's like, this is... A big problem that men are not bringing out their issues their mental health their depression everything that's going on with men and we need to find somebody to talk to a support group it don't matter who it is and you know going back to what he said he's like, it's it's quite incredible that women can go out and talk to each of their friends and they're not gonna be judged or devalued or anything like that but men, they go out and talk to other guys or even their wives or girlfriends or whoever they are trying to talk to to try and help out themselves. They yeah. feel like they're going to be valued as they're weak or they're going to be devalued completely as a man. And they feel like they're going to lose their manhood, a.k.a. the man card. <laughs> yeah. But I, he's 100% correct. This is something that you know it needs to be discussed more often. And, and I'm glad to, to see that the more and more that you and I are finally starting to come out about this podcast, more people are starting to bring it out. And it don't matter if you're, you know, a man or even a female. If you've got mental issues, please talk about it to somebody. Yeah. It don't matter who it is. Find that trustworthy person. Find the, your group, group of friends. Just please talk about it. it this is getting worse, and I... It needs to be something that needs to be brought out more often. You know, it's funny you talk about that, you know, the more you and I talk about it, the more we, you know, we make it known what we're doing. And, you know, we chose a logo, you know, Skulligan is, you know, a, a playoff of Mulligan. It's taking that pause. It's taking that break in the moment. And uh, 
I was at the um, stitch place where we get all of our stuff stitched up mm. about a week or so ago picking up more merch and uh, there was a guy in there and I actually I was pulling the hats out some of the hats out and I was looking at them and there was a fella he said to me so man that is such a cool logo what is it and I told him what it was about and he just you know we talked for a couple of minutes nothing relatable at all to skull gun or men's mental health but before we left I was in another room looking through a catalog and he came in there and he said man this is you know this really resonates with me do you have an email and a phone number I could give you a call cuz I'd like to talk to you more about this mm. it's really affecting me mm. mental health what brought that discussion out was a pretty cool looking logo so not only the more we talk about it we're trying to design it in such a way that it does create conversation and discussion or even questions. Someone just ask them, what is that? What is that? Mm. Sometimes, in fact, uh, not sometimes, but most times, uh, converts into a, you know, someone, a testimonial back to me as to what the, the person has been going through or someone in the family has gone through or a friend, a friend and, or something along those lines, co-worker. This is starting the conversation exactly, and this is doing exactly what we wanted it to do. Right. One percent, and I think we're running down the right road, the correct area. And Mike, I think we're doing something big here. I do too, my friend. I hope this gets even bigger, and I hope oh, it will. Men continue to bring it out, and well, it can't help but get big now because it's a big problem. It is a huge problem. And it needs to be discussed, yeah. and I don't know if anyone out there is doing it like we are, but that's okay if they aren't. And even if they are, uh, we're not trying to do anything other but do the right thing and help you out out there, whomever's listening. So you know, if there's anything more we can do, let us know. Russell and I are going to be around. We're going to be cutting many more of these. Appreciate your patience with us as we've put all of this together because it's not been easy. We want to do it the right way, the best way we can. We cut one last night, but one of our uh, microphones was a little weaker than the other, so we decided to do it differently today. Uh, Russell sounded like he was at the bottom of a tin can, and I sounded like I was on the top of Everest. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, so uh, we needed to do that differently. I'll let you wrap it up, bro. Yeah, definitely. Um, Guys, please go and check out the merchandise on our website. We've got some pretty cool stuff that's up there. It's got our logo on it, of course, but uh, we're working on getting some cooler stuff. Maybe some hoodies and some oh yeah, some hats, some all kinds. Of we got all kinds of stuff. stuff maybe even some golf balls. If we can yes. figure it out. Yeah, we got to figure <laughs> that out. Something major. Yeah. Yes, but uh, please check out the merchandise. All the funds that we get from the website and from the merchandise is going to go towards charities for kids or, or even men's mental health. That's right. I know Tim Kennedy. Uh, he is a ex. Uh, Army Ranger. Yeah, he's got some stuff that's kind of the same lines for men's mental health and for kids. So good. Um, man, there's a whole bunch of people that are out there just doing some similar stuff to the, to what we're doing, and we love them for it. Oh, that's right. So guys, please go check it out. There's a whole lot of stuff that's up there, and we're, like I said, we're only going to get better, better stuff, bigger, bigger things. So y'all, please check it out. Let us know if you have any ideas, questions, comments. Make them on the website. We'll get back to you as we can. But most importantly, if you have something you'd like to share and you feel like you want to be on this podcast with us, we'll invite you in to come on in and talk it and go over it with us. We've got Actually, we've got a pretty good list going so far the more we talk about it. So uh, once again, it's just Russell and I just trying to do the right thing here by you. 
But uh, most of all, you look out for your bros, look out for your friends, your pals out there. And listen, don't hesitate to send somebody a text message. But most of all, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a texting guy as groovy, but man, pick up the damn phone and call your friend. Go by a check them, invite them out to, for a round of golf. Go, go eat some lunch, drink a beer, do something. But don't let them sit around and sulk and don't let them, uh, you know, based in their, own, in their own boredom or their own damn uh, thoughts. Get them out, man. We need we need to start taking care of each other a lot better than this. Mm. We all good to go. We're good to go. Join us at Sculligan.com. We're also on uh, Facebook as well. So uh, other than that, we're going to wrap this thing up. We're going to see you real soon, and we appreciate you. And you got a closer. That's right, guys. Y'all be sure to check out the website again. We've got like Mike said, we have a Facebook. I think we're getting ready to probably get going on Instagram and maybe some TikTok stuff. We'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. We'll see what kind of shit we can get into. Really pop this thing get going. Right. But guys, when in doubt, take a skull again. From Michael Frazier and I, Russell Sable, good night, everybody. See you next time. This episode of Scullygan is sponsored by Peak Talent Capital Solutions. Peak is a revolutionary alternative to the traditional staffing model. Ingenuity, intelligence, and keen marketplace insight drives talent management solutions which make a dynamic difference for partner organizations. From entry level to executive level and every role in between, Peak is illuminating a path forward and meeting the future of work head on. For more information, please visit their website at peaktcs.com.